Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Udon Cheek, assistant track and field coach at East Carolina University. You are plugged into the Sports Objective Podcast. If you are a fan, you are plugged into the right place. And if you're really a fan, you will share that link. My heart is purple and gold. I'm a pirate down to my soul. And I don't back down, not at all. Find out when the cannons explode. Boom. Exciting matchup this week. Uh, you know, Tulsa, Got a, we all got a chance to see him Friday night uh, against South Florida. Uh, it was enjoyable to sit and watch the game, but uh, still uh, take away the same things I expected uh, going into that game. And that's, you know, we're, we're facing one of the better teams, uh, if not uh, possibly the best team on our schedule. Uh, I think just a very solid team from top to bottom. Uh, they're strong in all three phases. Uh, most of the guys are the, the group that played against us last year. You know, it's a team that is made up of fourth and fifth year players that have been in the program for multiple years, uh, very experienced, very big, very athletic, uh, good football team. So uh, going to be a great matchup for us. Um, you know, excited coming off the bye, uh, able to get some uh, get some guys some rest and, uh, you know, get a head start on Tulsa with it being a Friday night game. So, uh, you know, for us in the program, today's Tuesday. Uh, for everybody else in the world, today's Monday. But uh, we started practice on uh, Saturday for the, for the game that's coming Friday. So, uh, it's going to be a quick week. Uh, the kids will be excited to, to kick off Friday night and get another chance to play on the national stage. Uh, it should be an exciting, exciting matchup for us. Hey, questions for Coach Houston. Coach, how does uh, testing change this week? Do you guys change the days for that with it being a Friday game? So we tested today. We will test again tomorrow, and then we'll test Thursday morning. So we'll test three times this week. And then are you guys, with it being a 9 o'clock game on Friday, are you guys traveling later Thursday, or kind of what's the travel schedule like? We are. Uh, we're not leaving uh, Greenville to probably about 2 o'clock. Uh, eat, eat dinner just a touch later uh, Thursday evening. Uh, get to bed just a touch later Thursday night, and just really love to sleep in Friday morning, uh, trying to make sure that we're, we're, we're well-rested uh, for the night game. So, very similar day on Friday to our Saturday down in South Florida. Coach, much of the key for uh, Tulsa last week against South Florida was the fact that they forced three turnovers. How important is it going to be just to kind of take care of the football this week as much as anything else? Well, I think it's the name of the game every week. Uh, and certainly, you know, we've seen just Tulsa's defense is really outstanding again this year. Uh, you know, the 16-7 to uh, game against Oklahoma State in the opener. Very impressive defensive performance there. Uh, and of course, you know, wins in their last two games against uh, UCF and USF. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, we got to do a great job with ball security. We got to do a great job with execution. Can you update us at all with testing? Obviously, and where are you? Look like from the weekend, we saw some some photos on Twitter of the Holt Mailers was practicing Saturday. And um, do you have those five guys back? Where are you kind of at with things now? Uh, we got most of them back. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be without a, a few guys this Friday, but, uh, uh, we're getting a lot of them back from quarantine and isolation. And we're getting, uh, we're getting some of our guys that have been nicked up a little bit, get a few more of those guys back as well. So, um, it's certainly good to have Holton back at practice. Uh, he practiced well on Saturday, uh, looked very sharp. And so, uh, you know, expecting, expecting to have a great week with him as far as preparation goes. <clears throat> 
Coach number 23 for Tulsa, I think, is Zayvon Collins defensively. Yeah. I mean, that guy's he's everywhere. Do you have to know yeah. where he is in the pre-snap uh, going into a game like this? Yeah. I mean, he's. I think he's one of the best linebackers in our league and and, and probably a guy that you're going to see playing on Sunday. Uh, you know, just from the from the game at the end of the season last year, I, I thought he was just a quality player then. But uh, I think he's improved uh, over the offseason. Big, can run. You know, he had the 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 – return interception return for a touchdown there Friday night. Uh, he's just a very active player, really plays downhill. You've seen when he triggers, he triggers very fast on the run and really gets downhill quickly. So uh, we're going to have to do a good job of, uh, of trying to take care of him Friday night. Coach, last year you were coming off uh, very competitive games with Southern Methodist and Cincinnati when they were nationally ranked. And then, the game with Tulsa was not as competitive. And kind of what do you take away from that game as far as preparing for the matchup this year? Well, I mean, I don't I don't think our team really compares in any way to last year's team. I think we all know that um, from a competitive standpoint and just for a lot of reasons. Uh, but, you know, the one thing that stood out to me uh, during that matchup last year was just how big physically Tulsa was on both sides of the ball. Uh, just, you know, big receivers, big, big DBs, big defensive front, big offensive front. It's just a large football team. So the same guys are back. So you, you do know what to expect right there. And that's the reason I think that, uh, you know, our ability to, to play fast and, and play a very physical game Friday night is going to be very important. Coach, they've only played three games and you are coming off a of bye week. Most seasons in November now, you have a kind of full slate of film and you kind of know everything about each right. opponent. Uh, have, have you either looked at the film from last year or at least thought about that? Or do you still feel like with their three games this year, you still have a good grasp on game planning and whatnot? No, with the time that we had, I mean, we've looked at, we've looked at most of their games from last year and just really trying to find, you know, some, some different teams, you know, how they, you know, how, how they, executed on either side of the ball against this team or that team based on you know what scheme they were seeing. Uh, so we've looked at a good bit of film from last year coming into this game. Coach, any chance Deontay or Noah are back for this game? I know we got to ask you every week, but are they progressing? Yeah. Um, I think there's a chance you'll see Deontay. Uh, he's progressing along, along well uh, and, uh, you know, starting to practice uh, a little bit more. Uh, Noah's probably still, um, you know, still going to be a while. Then what about, I know you're probably not going to give away a bunch of game plan type stuff, but with quarterback, you know, and Ehlers back, do you still envision Mason either being in some type of packages or like Wildcat? I mean, could he still be involved in the offense moving forward at all? Well, I, I think he could. Uh, I think there's certain situations for it. And I think, uh, you know, the biggest thing with him and, you know, he and I talked about it on Saturday is now he, now that he's played, uh, and he understands just how fast things happen on the field on game day. Uh, you know, for him, that experience is just so valuable. And I just, you know, I really trying to get him to, you know, even while Holton is taking reps or playing on Saturday, just understanding, you know, here's the call, you know, here's, here's what you're seeing defensively, you know, just trying to see the same things that Holton is seeing because, you know, Holton has a, a great grasp of our offense. So I think that uh, you still are in a developmental stage with Mason, but I think certainly you saw some strengths of his uh, on display against Navy that uh, you know you could see us incorporate in you know as the season moves on. 
Coach, uh, you mentioned it earlier, and you've been talking about it. Uh, they're big and physical up front defensively. What do you feel like, in your opinion, that uh, East Carolina has to do uh, well offensively to try to uh, to be successful against a team like the, the Golden Hurricane? Well, I think we've got to continue to build on our last two games out uh, in that, you know, in both of those games, we executed at a much higher level than we did earlier in the season. We had very few MAs up front on the offensive line uh, against Navy and against um, South Florida. And because of that execution, you know, we were very productive in the run game. Uh, the quarterbacks had a lot more time in the pocket. Uh, and so I just think, you know, we got we got to match their physicality up front, but we got to make sure we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. So as as few as self inflicted errors as possible, you know, which would allow us to you know be more productive in the run game and the passing game. Coach, with a little uh, extra time off there, what's been the mood? Um, I know when you kind of go through these games and you guys are finally able to play, you know, one week and another week and not have to take these breaks. Uh, what has been the mood like for the guys? Have kind of been able to recharge and, I guess, reset a little bit over the past few days? Well, I think that, uh, you know, you had to get beyond the Navy game last week, and I thought they did a good job of that. But I thought, uh, you know, Saturday's practice was very spirited, you know, great energy on both sides of the ball. Um, I said it last week, I wish we'd have played last weekend because you really felt like you were getting some momentum going. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's good to have the guys back that we would have been without again this past weekend uh, going into this game. So um, I think the, I think the spirits are high. Uh, the kids know we got a, a challenge in front of us, but I think that they have confidence in the way that they're playing. Uh, and so I expect us to be uh, very energetic and, uh, and really have a great week of practice going into that game Friday night. Thanks, Coach. Coach, what about at home? Is there anything on the line between you and your wife if she does, in fact, stay up for the entirety of the game? <laughs> no, she was she was offended by my comments. <laughs> that's nothing. That's nothing new. That's that's each week. So nothing's on the line. No. Okay. Coach, uh, Trent Holler seems to be a guy coming into his own uh, these last few weeks. Can you talk about his play up front and, and really seeming to find a, a comfort zone? Right. Yeah, I'm really, really excited with him. You know, he's he's been a guy that's really worked hard since he's gotten here and really uh, developed a good bit. And, uh, you know, you know what you're going to get with Trent. You know, you're going to get everything he's got inside of him. He's a, he's a physical guy. He's got good feet, got a lot of power, really strong. Uh, and, you know, very smart, so he's not going to make many mistakes. Uh, and he's continued to progress and just, uh, you know, hopefully we can see that, uh, continue throughout this week and this, uh, this coming, this coming weekend with Friday night's game. Coach, I had a, a quick recruiting question for you. Obviously, there's no, uh, local high school football being played right now. Uh, I mean, the juniors can't put out tape for coaches to see, right. to be recruited and, and to be, to be, uh, recruited to schools. Obviously, the senior class is already in. That's that's good. But these juniors are affected by that, and, and uh, recruiting is different for a lot, uh, you guys, a lot now. Um, just talk about that and how different it is for you guys and the challenges you face. Well, it's, it's, it's like everything else in 2020. It's unprecedented. You know, you got uh, Alabama and Georgia and South Carolina all playing, uh, Florida playing, uh, and then, you know, North Carolina not playing. And Virginia is not playing. And so it makes it really tough with an evaluation standpoint on, you know, both the seniors and the juniors, uh, because, you know, a lot of guys, you, you know, you really want to see that senior film and, uh, you know, those kids are being robbed of that. And then it's also complicated by the ramifications of, um, you know, basically everybody getting an extra year of eligibility 
uh, from this year. So I just think the, the whole thing is just, it's crazy. Um, you know, we're recruiting kids and we can't, we can't see them face to face. We can't bring them on campus. Let them see the facilities. Let them see a game day. Um, you know, you can't see a player live, uh, which that, that, that's really a, we put a, a big, big premium on live evaluations. Um, I think this whole, this whole thing with the pandemic, this is not going to be just a, a one year, uh, impact on recruiting and on your rosters. This is going to be a three and four year impact, uh, on, not only the high school kids, but your current kids that you have on your roster right now. And, you know, it's, it's something everybody's got to deal with. Uh, you know, it's, you got to be able to manage the roster, uh, and also still, you know, bring guys in because, you know, you, you, you got to have a freshman class four or five years from now. And so it's just, it's just really, it's really going to be tough. Coach, while you're talking about recruiting, what does that do to the numbers, um, with everybody? being able to return next year. Uh, what's the approach on this sort of thing? I know various teams will probably take a different way of going about doing this, but um, does it affect how many people you can bring in or how's it, how's this all going to work? Well, you have your, you have your 85 scholarships and you have your 25 counters for the, you know, for the incoming class of recruits. Uh, and then all of your seniors get an extra year of eligibility. Well, everybody gets an extra year of eligibility. Um, so, I mean, you're going to see some teams that have 110 scholarships or so next year uh, because, you know, those those plus ones above the 85 from whatever your senior class is uh, don't count. And so, um, but it's going to, but then you're, you're going to come down to, you know, institutions being restricted financially, you know, because you are in the middle of a pandemic. And so you're going to have, you know, those factors also. Uh, so again, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying is this is, this is not a one-year deal. This is a three- or four-year uh, problem that uh, schools are going to have to navigate and deal with. Does that put more of a premium on uh, getting in-state guys? Well, I mean, I, you know, the, financially for the for the department, I, I would think that in-state guys will help more. But it's the the whole deal is you just can't you can't have misses and you can't have guys that uh you know, are wasting a scholarship so it's just it's very important that you're using your your slots wisely coach uh every state has their restrictions on fan attendance and do you know what the situation will be at Tulsa and how do more fans impact the atmosphere for the game I don't know what the situation is at Tulsa. Uh, and I know they, they're going to have fans. I don't know what their capacity is going to be, but, uh, you know, certainly the more fans there, the better the atmosphere. You saw that with our Navy game. Uh, we had 3,500 fans, uh, and I thought it was a significant, uh, you know, improvement on the game day atmosphere from the UCF game. I thought the, the stadium had great energy from that small group, uh, you know, last Saturday, a week ago. So, you know, it's, 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 it's the same at every school, you know, your fan base, you know, they, they really make the game day atmosphere. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's important to every, every institution. Looking back at this matchup real quick in your receivers. And I know that they Tulsa has a big kind of physical secondary, but how much does your receivers maybe mindset or, or game plan change when Ehlers, is back and maybe have more of a, a passing approach compared to a lot of blocking they did obviously against Navy. 
Well, I think the the whole thing is just most of them have been with Holton for, you know, multiple years. And so, and of course they, you know, during the pandemic, most of them were working out with him. And so they've got a lot of reps with him. Uh, you know, it's, you know, Mason is going to be a very good passing quarterback in time. Uh, it's just, you know, you can't, you can't substitute for the, you know, thousand plus reps that Holton Aylers has had. Uh, and, you know, that's just that, that timing and that chemistry and all that stuff is just so important. Uh, and it's so hard to, uh, you know, to, to, to generate and develop. And I think that our group has a really solid, uh, kind of deal with, uh, with Holton because of all that experience there. So, um, you know, uh, they're going to, they're going to gain that in time with Mason also, uh, and with some of the other quarterbacks, but it's just, you know, those guys are very young and, uh, and have only been here a very small amount of time. Okay. Coach, thanks for your time. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Right. Have a good week. Okay. See you.